Uh, today we're going to talk about how to continuously improve as a leader. And and I have just a lot of stories that hopefully can um, just show like my journey as, as leadership. It uh, If you're a leader of like a corporation or a company and you have a team that you work with, like, you know, like you have families that you have to to put food on the table for and livelihoods. It's no longer just your family, but you have your work family that you have to to protect and provide for. And, and uh, you know, if you're a leader of your home, like I think about like my children and I'm a mom of seven kids and I'm like, man, if I knew how much, how hard it was to have teenagers and adult children, like I have a, a 19 year old, that's the the, high, the oldest child I have now. I'm like, I don't know if I would have had so many kids. Um, so like you start thinking about like, just as a leader, it's a lot of pressure and, and you have to be able to let go and let people have their agency and be able to make choices. And, and at the same time, you want to, you want to show them the knowledge that you have and, and teach them. And so I, uh, I'm trying to be better, a better coach too, and make sure I ask more questions and listen more and, and because uh, by nature, I'm very much a strategist and a more of a consultant type that can just like, I can spot gaps really easily. So that's my my gift, right, is is I can spot things and know what needs to happen and get moving. Well, that kind of is a downfall when it comes to coaching sometimes because I can see it so clearly and, and you have to sometimes let people make mistakes and fall and you have to just get them to learn for themselves. Otherwise, they're not going to ever change or learn and grow. And so it's it's uh, my, my natural tendency did or my natural um, weakness is impatience. And I've had over the years to learn to have more patience and to listen more. And, and so like, if you're in meetings with people, like I'm actually an introvert. So but I but in, in social settings or people that I know or where my brain's going, I can definitely speak and, and get moving for sure. But like, the people that you know, the smartest one in the room, they talk about the one that doesn't say a lot, you know, they're just thinking and processing and learning from others. Like, that's not me. I have people around me that are like that. Um, it's not that I'm a know-it-all either. It's not that I just get really excited, right? And I can see all the things. And so I start getting excited about it. And so I'm really, really learning to be more of a coach, right? So leadership really takes a lot of different forms. And uh, this last couple, these last couple weeks, I uh, we've grown so fast and have had so many leads that I've had to really jump into some of the initial calls, the lead calls. I actually finally I was able to get out of them today. So I, I did about a week and a half of probably, man, over 15 appointments a day back to back. Like that's how many lead appointments we've been getting in. And uh, and it was so fun though, because I was able to meet with like tons of business owners, you know, over and over and over again and hear their pain points and what they're going through. And I realized just how much I missed, like also working with entrepreneurs from a leadership perspective. Like I do these lives, I put out content, you know, things like that. But I really miss miss getting them together in like a mastermind or a group setting. So so just, you know, as leaders, leadership is really not a one size fits all or this is how you are a leader, but really figuring out like what is it that you can contribute to people at this point in your life. And and for me, it's like, okay, I want to really start doing some more group coaching or masterminds and really get working closer with entrepreneurs. Like I realized that's, that's something that I love doing. And so when you think about leadership, it's not just all one way and it's it, I've been an entrepreneur now for 15 years and worked with tons of employees and teams and and I've I've just kind of was as I was doing this live or preparing for it I thought about you know what I've learned from being a leader and 
And I, something that I would say that I'm really becoming more sensitive to people and um, more empathetic to people, but I also have started to raise the bar for people too, like, because I realize when you hold a higher bar and, and get let people know that, that there's expectations and there's accountability and that they can accomplish more than they realize, then there's people that are going to be willing to go up to that bar. And then, but there's some people that aren't, that aren't looking to really contribute in that way and those were the people that I realize aren't aren't really the best fit for our team and that's okay like it's not I used to get all like either I never really got mad at them but I'd be like you know they they should do this to me for me or our company or you know like those kind of things and you realize though that it's not about that it's really fitting finding the right people and that fit in with your culture uh, last year I wrote a book during COVID like everybody else did and but this book was around the concept of like purpose values and vision and as an organization we need to understand those foundational elements within our company and so purpose like for me like I feel called to do this business it is one definitely an element of my purpose of life is to bring simplify entrepreneurship and so but I realized that purposes are different and unique for every individual that works for me too like what why they're doing that some they're able to have that flexible ability to work from home and you know everybody's coming with different reasons and so but what's important is when you get together, like purposes need to complement each other. So they don't need to be necessarily the same in an organization, but they need to complement one another. And so um, really it's why we do what we do as people, right? Or as an organization, like it, uh, they, they all, all those unique, all those unique differences of people need to complement with their purpose. And then an organization has a set of values, right? Our values within our, our organization are do the right thing, embrace the uncomfortable, build people, build people up and get it done. And, uh, and those are, are kind of our core values that not people don't need to compliment them. They need to actually believe in them. And so they actually have to align and almost unite with those values. Same thing with the vision. In order for a vision to be accomplished, the people that work for you need to actually get behind the vision. And I've had people that, you know, my vision, I was really influenced by Gandhi back in the day where I feel called to really bring people of differences. People have differences together. People that, um, you know, but together something amazing happens, a, a harmony, a, a, a almost a level of symphony happens when you bring all these strengths and weaknesses together and they work in harmony because we're aligned based on our vision and our values. Like something miraculous starts to happen in that situation where like I don't do a lot. I do a lot less in like more special interest type groups where I'm more about like, hey, we're more alike than we are different as people. Let's bring let's come together on those common values and common ground. So like that's my purpose and vision. And so and so like with our teams, like we attract people naturally that get behind that and 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 don't attract those that don't believe in that. And that's natural and that's healthy. Um, because you don't want people on your organization that that are, you know, that are just there for a job and they're never really going to get if they can't feel kind of the energy of the organization, it's going to struggle. And so for a leader, like I think that's also a very important thing is to understand those foundational elements first and foremost. And then also um, just with the people that you um, that you work with, realizing that, you know, when you start to empower them and start to give them 
um, you know, you give them tips and tricks, but you, but then like you start to see the light bulbs come on with them and, and seeing them flourish and be better than you ever could. Like sometimes as leaders, we want to micromanage and, and, and only think that there's one way to do things. But when you start to empower your team, like it's amazing what can actually happen. And instead of them being only 80% as good as you, they're 120%, 200% better than you ever could be or imagine that the work that they were doing could could be done. And uh, it, I was chuckling because right before this live, I had kind of two situations happen kind of back to back where um, I was coaching. There was a project that needed to be done and I, I jumped in to kind of help and kind of get the project going in the right direction. And and sometimes I've, I've worked with enough employees and I know sometimes it's easy to get stuck in. Here's, here's the parameters, here's the requirements, and here's the and then so complete what was said. But sometimes, like I've worked, met with enough entrepreneurs that when they give a task, it's not gonna be all perfect and buttoned up. What they're gonna give you is a full on mess of their vision and then you have to piece it all together. So the real thing you have to look at is what is the problem we're trying to solve? And um, you know what are the expectations obviously for an entrepreneur? And some of them like don't have any, like I just need this problem solved, do you figure out how to do it? So once you have all the kind of the variables in place, um, then you can kind of piecemeal the gaps. And that's something that I realized that is a gift of mine that I take for granted that I can then help help coach others and, and how to piece those things together. So it, as a leader, knowing what your strengths are and then when you see those weaknesses in others, you're able to really help them and guide them along the way. So it's really cool to just see the light bulbs that kind of came on when I helped show how to how to map those gaps together and then the other one is like the most cool thing you could ever get from somebody i wish i could like show you guys this this slack message this instant message i got from somebody on our team she's the the one taking over a lot of the initial like calls and lead calls and and uh, man some of these young kids they're amazing what they can do like they're they're outpacing me for sure so which i love i love to be outpaced so as a leader like that is like that's how you can improve as, as a leader. It's just find so much joy in others excelling and being better than you ever could. Like, I like being the dumbest person in the room now. Like, there's a joy that I get by that. And um, and it's so fun to see, see people do that. So I'll just kind of briefly say what she said. So she's like, literally has like, I don't know, 10, 15 back-to-back -back appointments today. And so her brain is probably just churning of all the gaps and things that need to happen. And she does this bold statement with these bullet points. Key things I need done today is what was her first thing. And then the next thing is she's like, I'm grateful. And she lists the things she's grateful for. And she says, you know, she's grateful for active campaign is now putting her leads in Salesforce. Woohoo! Because like we had to get, we, we switched to active campaign and we had to get that process going. We had to manually put in leads. But I'm a believer, like you just keep going and you figure out the gaps along the way. And yeah, you might have a couple balls that drop, like, but you got to know the risks. And sometimes just going is way better than waiting for it to all be perfect before you start. So she is like keeping up with me, which is like hard because not everybody can keep up with my pace. So I was pretty excited. And then the second thing is she loves that I'm accessible and willing to help wherever I can because I told her all, behind the scenes I can keep you going, keep, keeping you the things to be productive because it frees up my schedule, which I'm really excited about because like I said, I want to really build up the coaching program. And then the third is, she's like, I feel comfortable embracing the uncomfortable. This again is because of you, which I absolutely love because that's one of our core values is embracing the uncomfortable. And uh, she, I love that she like put that in, in caps. Um, anyway, she just mentioned a couple other things, but it was pretty cool. And then she says, what I need from you if possible. And then she just listed two things. She did this long message. What she's going to do is longer. Then she listed a bunch of things she was grateful for and then gave me two, two, two small little things that she wanted some help with to keep her going. 
So like that just is from a leader's perspective, those are the things that make us, you know, that's, that's what leadership's supposed to be. We're supposed to be sensitive, empathetic, listen to others, see what their needs be. You know, you hear the word servant leadership a lot. Like that is, that's really what it is about serving others and seeing them excel and, and do great. Like that's, I think we're missing the mark a lot. Like uh, I just stopped watching politics because I'm like, oh my goodness, can there be any good leaders anymore? Like, because, you know, but just meeting with so many entrepreneurs over the last couple of weeks, it's like, man, there's so many great people in the world. And I, and it was just cool to see all the different things that people, the ideas that, that entrepreneurs have and, and the things that they're creating. And, and so I'm just happy to be a part of this movement, whatever's, whatever we're doing right now. It's awesome. Um, our team is the most amazing team we've ever had. And, and so if you have like a team you're starting to build or a family that you're trying to lead, a youth group you're trying to lead, a church that you're trying to lead, like whatever you're a leader of, like there's always, it's a process and no two leaders are alike. So like while you can read leadership books, it's really about understanding the strengths and weaknesses in all of us, embracing differences in all of us, appreciating differences in all of us and and um, and really having that humility and that compassion to to really uh, be sensitive to the needs of others and what's going on. I know like my weaknesses sometimes is like some people will say like it's somebody's birthday and and like I'll say happy birthday, but I didn't ever like sometimes I'll be like, oh, wait, did we do something for them? Like I never really think it all the way through sometimes in those situations. So sometimes I feel really insensitive. So I keep people around me that help me in that area because I'm like the worst with thank you cards or or uh, remembering to do those little small acts of kindness in that way. So I, uh, I I love the team that keeps me a better person. So, all right. Today was kind of a lot of just stories, but I just, I love leadership. I love what it is. So if you're kind of in that spot in leadership where you're kind of downtrodden, it's hard. Team building is hard. Hiring people is hard. Um, but when you have the moments like I just shared with you today, like it makes it all worth it. And it makes all those hard times um, just... Just like I said, all worth it. So, all right. Hopefully, um, go out there, conquer the world, conquer your vision. It's been, I feel like I'm going a thousand miles an hour because I, I've got all these visions of entrepreneurs that I've been listening to and just love the energy that's in the world. And I know together we can all do so much more. So, all right. Have a great week, everybody. And I will see you next week. <laughs> No, it doesn't have to be so hard No, it doesn't have to be so hard Business and life made simple